Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 218 of French Way Podcast, this is episode 218. And today I'm going to add a little bit to what I explained to you in the previous episode. So if you haven't done so yet, listen to episode 217, where I explain how to convert a verb into a noun or an adjective in, in French. And that was based from a question submitted to me by Abdulila. And in this episode, in that episode, I explain uh, how you can use the present or the past participle as a verb to, um, uh, to use as adjectives, even sometimes uh, nouns in the examples that we're going to, to see, um, and what these adjectives uh, mean. So they are, uh, they are expressing um, cause or uh, consequence. Uh, have a listen first and then come back to this episode uh, where I'm going to talk about uh, words ending in ge, the sound ge or ke. So ke spelled Q-U-E-R, so verbs ending in uh, ke, Q-U-E-R. And also uh, in ge, so how would you spell ge? G-U-E-R. We must have the U here because without the U, uh, you would pronounce G, as in manger. So the tips I gave you in the previous episode will allow you to demultiply um, your vocabulary by being able to, to form more easily uh, adjectives based on, on, on verbs. So um, increase range of vocabulary. But now, um, we're going to start with a, a little example and warm-up um, using the verb pratiquer, so to practice, to train. Um If I want to say he puts all the chances on his side to um, to pass his like um, to pass his test by practicing piano every day or by training on the piano every day. Here, uh, practice is the is the verb. It's going to be used in the present participle form uh, because we have the simultaneity of two actions. So giving yourself all the chances of success and practicing the, the piano. They are done like together and for the same goal. And actually, uh, practicing is also how you get to this result. So you're going to use the present participle. Il se donne toutes les chances de réussir son concours. Il se donne toutes les chances de réussir son concours en pratiquant le piano tous les jours. En pratiquant le piano tous les jours. By the way, if you're new to the podcast and oh, oh you want to see um, the sentences that I mentioned in French, the words and the sentences, they are available for free. Uh, they are accessible in the notes of the episode. Um, voilà, if you need that extra visual support. Donc, il se donne toutes les chances de réussir son concours en pratiquant le piano tous les jours. Pratiquant is the present participle of the verb pratiquer. And uh, it is spelled L-D-N-Q-U. 
ANT as per the normal uh, formation of the present participle. Um, voilà, so nothing specific to, to say here, but I'm going to show you how this word uh, pratiquant, the pre this present participle, can also be used um, as an adjective. In, for example, the sentence, nous avons grandi, we grew up, nous avons grandi, dans une famille très pratiquante. Pratiquant. Feminine pratiquant. Here is the adjective that describes la famille. Uh, and it means following the religious rules, the religious rites. Like you can believe in something or some god, uh, but not be pratiquant. That is to say, not attend uh, church, not uh, follow some specific diet. Or, or you can be pratiquant, which means you follow these The, the, the rules and right. Again, nous avons grandi dans une famille très pratiquante. Um, so, adjective based on the present participle of the verb pratiquer. And the spelling is the same because it's an adjective where you make the agreement uh, in the feminine form here for la famille. Pratiquant. Or pratiquant can also be a noun that describes a person who is a regular churchgoer. Also a sports player. So let's see these two examples. Les pratiquants, here it's really used as a noun. Les pratiquants se retrouvent à l'église du village le dimanche matin. Les pratiquants se retrouvent à l'église du village le dimanche matin. So the churchgoers... Um, meet uh, at the church of the village every Sunday morning. So, le dimanche matin, that's just a side comment here. You could also say les dimanches matin, uh, meaning all the Sundays. Um, but when you put le in front of a day of the week, it also, it already means that it's... Um, So every week on that day. So if I only say dimanche, that means Sunday. I'm talking about a, a specific uh, Sunday. If I say le dimanche, it means on Sundays, every Sundays, every Sunday. Euh, voilà, so les pratiquants se retrouvent à l'église du village le dimanche matin is uh, a, a noun based on the present participle and it means a regular church goer. Um, pratiquant is also a person who is practicing uh, a, a sport, a sports player. For example, un pratiquant, that's a noun, un pratiquant du tennis de table s'appelle un pongiste. So someone who is playing uh, uh, table tennis is called un pongiste. Pongiste uh, coming from ping pong. And pong pongiste is the person who is playing ping pong or tennis de table. In French, we say both words. We say ping pong or tennis de table. Uh, voilà. So here it was just a regular rule and just a little bit of warm-up and reminder of um, what we've been doing in the previous episode. But some verb in ge and ke um, may have a spelling alteration when they're not used as verbs but as nouns or adjectives. Let's take the verb naviguer. So naviguer is to 
to sail. Um, for example, il a navigué autour du monde. That's my um, verb naviguer in the passé composé here. He sailed around the world. Il a fait le tour du monde. Il a fait le tour du monde en navigant. En navigant is my present participle. So he went around the world by sailing. So the two actions are done simultaneously to go around the world and to sail simultaneously. That's what the present participle um, is uh, used for. And also in our case, naviguer uh, explains how he went around the world. It was not uh, by biking or by driving. It was by sailing. Um, and the normal rule of formation of the uh, present participle applies. And navigant is spelled G-U-A-N-T at the end. Uh, voilà. But now, in that, with that verb, um, if you use it as a noun, uh, I couldn't find, like, there's no noun actually in this example, but as an adjective, um, you will lose the, 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 the gant will lose its U. Um, there's no spelling, uh, there's no, um, phonetic pronunciation, um, issue here. The sound will be the same. And we actually drop the U to make the difference between the, 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 the present participle and the adjective. So, for example, in French, the, the cabin crew, when you're traveling by plane, is called le personnel navigant. Navigant comes from the verb naviguer, uh, but because it's not the present participle and it is the adjective, we drop the U. So have a look at uh, the show notes um, to, to see this expression written if you need to. Another example with an even more common uh, word is, so the verb fatiguer, fatiguer, which is spelled here again, G-U. Er, um, because it's not fatigué, you need the U. Um, and uh, if you say, elle est fatiguée, elle est fatiguée, here is the past participle uh, used as an adjective, so to describe how she is, elle est fatiguée, parce que sa journée a été fatigante. So she's tired because her day was tiring. Fatigante is the adjective that describes the, the day, la journée, uh, and is based on the present participle. Uh, but again, because it's not the present participle, um, the, the U is dropped. And you can visually see the difference between the adjective and the present participle um, in the French spelling. So no you in fatigant. Um, now an example with verbs in uh, que, Q-U-E-R. So we've seen uh, pratiquer and there was no specific, like, uh, there was no exception around this. Now let's take the verb fabriquer. So fabriquer is to make, but to um, to make like with your hand or on a, on a machine, like to build, okay? If I say, il gagnait sa vie, so he was earning 
his life, he was making a living. Il gagnait sa vie en fabriquant des jouets en bois. So, en fabriquant is our present participle, uh, spelled Q-U-A-N-T, so just normal. Uh, present participle showing the simultaneity of the action, so to make a living and to uh, build wooden toys, so you do that at the same time. And the present participle also explains how something is done, so how is it earning, making a living or earning an income by building wooden toys. Voilà. And now, if I use the uh, past participle as an adjective, un jouet fabriqué en bois, so a toy uh, built or made made in wood or made of wood, um, nothing particular, nothing specific, uh, But if I use the present participle and I want to say a toy manufacturer, so a toy builder, we say un fabricant, un fabricant de jouets. But to make the difference between the noun and the present participle, fabricant, the noun uh, does not have the QU but a letter C instead. Un fabricant de jouets, fabricant is spelled with a C. Voilà, so just for you to uh, be aware of these uh, like fun facts about the French spelling uh, and grammar and just check in your dictionary if you're using like uh, like a, a noun or an adjective based on a, on a, a present participle. If you want to double check the spelling, you can if the verb uh, is ending in gay or k. But otherwise, I think it's just uh, good to know. Uh, or, or what I do in this podcast is try to make you reflect on uh, how the French language works. And even though I don't expect you to like absorb every rule, it, it, it's good to... Um, Maybe, you know, when you're reading and you come across this type of word that you can actually say, ah, I know this is an adjective based on uh, so this verb. Uh, and so you pay attention to how things are built, uh, how the words are put together um, and how the spelling may be affected like in the, the, the cases that I described in this episode. So I hope it was useful to you. And before uh, going, I just want to read you a, a really lovely review lef left by uh, Stephen. Stephen, who I know, I'm sure it's you, Stephen, from Sydney, uh, about my podcast, so left a review on YouTube. And he says, um, this podcast is top class. A wonderful, practical, accurate, totally entertaining and essential learning tool for students of French. Jessica is an amazingly skillful teacher. My French has improved many magnitudes thanks to Jessica. I highly recommend this podcast. Uh, also, French Voices podcast by Jessica. Yes, that's my other podcast. A higher level, real-time interview format with conversational French people. The real thing. Thank you so much, Jessica. And yeah, that's you. Actually, you signed Stephen O'Brien from Sydney. So I did, <laughs> I did recognize you. Um, merci beaucoup, Stephen, pour uh, cette très, ce très gentil uh, message. 
if you want to help uh, my podcast be uh, discovered by other like-minded students of French and you want to support my work, please head to the review uh, section of your um, of your like listening platform or device and uh, leave a message. That would be lovely. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of the French Away podcast.